I think we're working now. I think we're working now. Welcome. Sorry for the delay. 105. Not too bad. Could be worse. The microphone could be off. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Welcome, everybody. So my name is Jay. Oh, welcome to Jay's Corner. I'm not going to be long today. We're going to try to go quickly uh, because uh, it's Friday and it's probably, you know, the only time of the rest of the week. I don't think I have time for the weekend. We've got some other big announcements and things like that, uh, you know, in the works. Trying to keep myself out of trouble as usual with varying degrees of success. Okay, so I said last week, uh, I, I said last week that I thought that this was going to be a very crazy week, and of course the world delivered. Uh, you know, not surprisingly, that was not a surprise at all. Uh, you know, because we just had the setup, and this is about setup, right? This is always about setup, is the reality. And I'm going to just um, what I'm going to before before what am I going to do here? go to the archive. So this is, a, this is the archive of Jay's Corner. And by all means, please, everybody, to the degree you can, I don't expect everyone to get all of the information at once in one video. It, it's almost impossible, right? I've had decades of experience at the most complicated end of financial markets, literally. I can safely say that uh, you know, without getting too far into the weeds, right? The idea of a single security is just, just of almost no interest to me. Um, it does not register on the complication scale. And this is not a flex. This is just reality. And so the rea what I'm trying to do is trying to give you basic intuition so that we all of the noise that you're hit with. And there's going to there's a tremendous amount of noise. There are motivations to keep keep your ears distracted and your mind distracted with that noise. The problem is is when you get distracted by that noise, and those are the narratives that you cling on to wrongly. Then it comes to the consequences are yours to bear and yours alone. And there's when I have a problem. Okay, so. Uh, as, as I said, unhappy here was here that, uh, you know, unhappy talk is here, right? Earning seasons on the Fed here this week and what's left out of here was the GDP report. And in fact, yes, that, that you know, almost universally was delivered. And basically people would ask me what it can rightfully ask me, well, what did we have? What we had is Apple, Google, Microsoft, Facebook, General Motors, Ford, 3M, McDonald's, you know, kind of all out there reporting quarterly earnings. And it is natural to get the headlines. It is very natural to get the headlines. That's what is interesting because you can identify with what that stuff is. But the reality is, if you understand Jay's Corner, this has always been stocks for show, bonds for dough. Meaning that the big market's controlling the small markets. And if, if you understand the big markets, you would have understood that that is R down here, the denominator. And for that reason, this week was so important because at the time that all the information was coming up about the numerator, what we saw was other information influencing the denominator. Influencing the denominator. And what I would describe is you had incredible crossfire of both the numerator and the denominator. But I try to tell persons all the time, is let's just make sure that we have understood the denominator and the building blocks first. This is your cornerstone first. Before, and you can see this formula here doesn't say net present value of stocks. This is your house. 
You own rental income. What What is the, this? yeah, you've paid rental income. You've paid for the house, which is the minus C. You get rental income, which is the C on the numerator. But oh yeah, by the way, you've got to pay this stuff back because you have a mortgage. Maybe you've mortgaged to buy this Airbnb. In other words, every financial, every financial exercise is this. And the valuation of it is this. Well, what has happened to be what has happened to be, and I know, and I realize that you know, some before we get to the point pr- with some precision about, you know, kind of where where I'm talking about. Let's just take a look at over here. What you have basically had is a denominator which has been one-way train, directly lower, and almost completely stable in that direction. So you've had them you've had basically the perfect situation. Uh-oh. What's going on here? Okay. It's not the internet. I hope that would be a problem. And I shut some stuff down. If I'm even broadcasting whatsoever. That's a good question. Let's just see for a moment. It's always something, as you know. No, we'll be fine in just a moment. We'll be fine in just a moment. Yep. In fact, we are. So it's just maybe a minor glitch. preview of where we're going but 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 we do not have what I am looking for there we go okay we're back so let's just take a look at the bond market here Uh, you know what we have had what I would call this you know much of the reason why why most of the distraction has been always on the numerator has because if you take a look back here, we've had a one-way train. We've had a one-way train. And here it is. We've had this lowering low rates environment for a very long time. And you can see how low it has been over here. Well, now all of a sudden, it started becoming unstable and to the upside, sharply. And this is what I would have been saying for months, which is that if you look at the archives here, this had gone back all the way And this is uh, Jay's Corner. These are the archives of Jay's Corner. Inflation takes no prisoners. And so now we've become adjusted. And this is why I would say that the, this is the first quarter. right? So this is where we've been. We've had to adjust to the fact. We've had to adjust to the fact that the denominator is no longer stable. It's not only, it's both higher and unstable. This instability is a matter that I am going to say both. It's not just one, but it's both. So in addition to in R being higher, it was also moving around 15 basis points a day. The reality is, is that it comes almost, if you can see as we get to narrower days, you can see now this range, while still moving around, If you take a look at the past month and a half, something that I've noted, this range has now biased to flat to lower. And that has then opened the window. It opened the window back to attention to the numerator, meaning that the denominator stopped moving around. 
which has allowed persons in a way to go back to portfolios in the top of the fourth inning. Right, The first three innings, it was so volatile because of the inflation and people becoming accustomed to what this was, that, oh, this 9% isn't transitory. But now, over as you can see from this graph here, you've seen now lower, and you could see lower, and you know we're limited, but you can see it from here. After we've spiked, we've had notably lower. What would have happened if you can see by the NPV formula? You, you don't have to be a mathematician, right? Just push down your R lower, see what happens. NPV higher across the board. And so while we're dealing with inflation and bad headlines and you know gas at $5, if not more, really what is going on is interest rates far more stable. And you can see it here. You can see up on your screen on the 10-year yield. This has been going on for pretty much two months. In other words, the first three innings, you've had this sharp drop in equity because you, you had a sharp rise in R. But after that, we've seen bouncing around within this range. So then it basically came to the words of this person here. All eyes on Chairman Powell this past week, Wednesday, Tuesday, sorry. And I would tell you that, you know, this, as Jay's Corner has said, you know, this is a very unenviable job, having to walk a tightrope. Nevertheless, and on top of that, I would also say that I don't think that his, this is Jay's opinion. No one's asking Jay. I'm just a guy. I would also say that he has not necessarily performed well in this setting until this past week. Less than confidence inspiring, but it stopped here almost on a dime. to see if and there it was I happened to go right to it meeting by meeting Chairman Powell stopped making promises and stopped giving you a number in advance and the markets took it as they, they heard what they wanted to hear right what did they hear they, they have seen the market more stable and lower in interest rates, and they just wanted to hear that was not going to be continuing to spike higher. And from there, what happened? Lower in rates, allowing what? Allowing back to, back to the numerator, and what ends up happening? Focus in, and off we went inequities. Very simple. Off we went inequities. Now, to persons who are sitting here who have watched Jay's Corner, uh, you know, over time, you've known that, you know, I don't have an, I'm not out here telling you with a crystal ball where I think the market is going, but rather that the market is basically trying to, is a mechanism to decide the open market price of my glasses case. 
my coffee mug, my Winnie the Pooh coffee mug in pre in prior broadcasts. That's all it's trying to do. So what these videos have been showing you, broadcast in different form with different levels of success, perhaps. But what has been trying to do is, in fact, show you then something different, which is, of course, my second, you know, very, very used diagram. is that every point in time you're at the red arrow, every point in time, including right this moment. And simply my observation has been that, look, because of, because of misunderstanding, what we know is lack of knowledge about the way the interest rate in foreign exchange markets and how much bigger they are than the, than the numerator. Because of that, and because of the fact it was more volatile, not only level, remember, I said two things. So more volatile that what happened is that curve over on the far right became flatter. That's it. So then from those building blocks, from those building blocks, you then get to the next step, which is, okay, where's the debate? What, what are the parameters of the debate that we that the market is showing you that it has and here it is which is every bit here right revealed throughout Jay's corner I'm not going to scroll through every single possible entry but actually what I have been doing is showing you outlines of, and you can see it here and we'll and you'll see it here today and you'll find it almost of zero coincidence. This is a long-ranging chart now. This is April of last year. Last year. See these little wicks here, these little thin lines on the far left? Oh, you mean that we that in up markets when with the lat when this lattice gets stretched to the upside that in fact it happens to find this these little areas of congestion where the debate was the hottest. All oh yeah, and by the way, we had to touch that sometime during the worst in March. These are not coincidences. They are not. Because while people misunderstood, like I said, as I've said, multiple times <laughs> frequent followers of Jay's corner are tired of it you can you'll be patient please because there are newcomers and this runs against the grain of when you watch you know CNBC fast money which is full of qual very qualified people by that same token like I've told somebody the other day the other day there was 15 minutes on Tesla versus Twitter 25%, the first 15 minutes with Tesla versus Twitter. That has nothing to do with the way that the Swiss National Bank manages their global portfolio. Back here. So once you had lower interest rates and more stability and the Federal Reserve Chairman now telling you, look, we've raised rates a lot. We're going to take it data by data, what did you end up have happening? Now, why this tremendous rip higher? Why the tremendous rip higher? Well, and now you can see the tongue-in-cheek here. Uh, let me just see if I can shut down this lattice. And now you understand this video. Oh no. I guess we're going to have to pass. Any excuse that I have to show a pulp fiction excerpt, I I, I try to sneak in. <laughs> 
also with you know the cowboys or the wolverines but uh you know the, the those aren't universally as admired i don't think as uh Uma. anyway what i'm going to point out is basically this Ooh, we, can, we still have a chance. This is right. I've only watched this like after like 50 times. I laugh every time. And there it is. And you may try to make it like lots of complicated stuff. But literally that can be it. So now, right, I'm ne never the person to say that, uh, you know, I have the holy grail of information, etc., etc. What I've, I've not revealed anything that's not out there. Whether or not you've seen it organized or explained in this way, that is different, right? try to distinguish myself in that way very unlikely to be making it up but now i made this point what was this on the 20th the world was set up to thinking that the world was going to end right in other words other persons running portfolios you could see it. Extremely light positioning in equities. My point was, yeah, but the euro stopped crashing, right? The euro went down to parity, went below parity at the worst two weeks ago. That for now has stabilized. We'll get to that at the end. It's why, it's one of the reasons I'm only one of it may be the main reason that I only calling this the middle of the fifth inning. We'll get to that in a moment. And this also is the long bond, which is not the rate, but the actual level of fixed income instruments, meaning bonds move in inverse relationship to, you know, the, to the denominator. So the R went down, Bonds went up. So now you have $100. You're allocating bonds versus stocks. You go, you know, do I want to pay this for bonds? No. So what do you do? You buy stocks. So in other words, when you combine this and you combine more stability in the big numbers, you get UMA. Catch up. So... None of that then should have been a surprise. It's literally that all I was doing here so far is to show you, okay, how far could this extend up in the situation? In the situation, you get out to one of the far ends and we got it. And we're the experienced level on the planet, right? There's no such thing as coincidences. That doesn't make it a great year, right? It still has been difficult. And you can see, though, how I've explained things in Jay's Corner. This is, for readers, they've seen this. This is the targeted retirement fund at Vanguard. As of last night's close, minus 13.85% for the year. This is the best in the world, right? This is not me throwing a rock at Vanguard. Absolutely. 100% not, would never do that, right? I have zero doubt they have unlimited computing power to create diversified portfolios for persons in this age division. I didn't say that the, that after the fact that, that it was correct. I'm saying that in advance, do they have the academic chops to understand how to put them together? Yes. We'll get to my point on that in a few moments. So you can remember, minus 1385 this is BlackRock, you know, 
a very close neighbor of Vanguard. Same neighborhood, right? Minus 13.85. Down to the penny. Penny. On $1,000, they're both down 13.85%. It is not about scope and scale of 13.85 that I'm pointing out. That, that is not pertinent here. My What my point is to you as private per people is this is the margin that tight, that exact. The professional market is examining stuff. I've pointed this out in another broadcast. Right. This has varied between what? 0.2%, 0.4%. All the things that have gone, you know, sideways, up, down with five different personalities in, you know, depending on the nanosecond. Two largest unlimited resourced groups spot on to the penny of each other given this parameter of the 2040 targeted fund. Where I, well, no, I'm gonna, we're gonna take a break, slight break here. The reason I bring this up on a Friday is because I'm talking about Mr. X, about Mr. X. That's the punchline, I've revealed it. That I'm going to show you these two other videos. So what is not important to me is the fact that you're here. So this is now, right? Let's just call yourself minus 13.85. So what does that make you? 86.15. My point is here is that, okay, if we have these other layers in a comprehensive plan, you could have taken this. Maybe. Depending on who you are, your age, your circumstance, what these numbers look like to you. Why does Jay whine on about making sure that and being so retentive about healthcare costs, meaning to be insured so that you don't have, you know, minus 10 here, not, 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 not minus 10%, right? Minus 10. <clears throat> right? So this is not a surprise to anyone should not be a surprise to anyone part of Jay's corner, right? Right, I'm talking about minus 10. I can't have this because this has, where are you gonna get this minus 10? You're gonna get it out of 86 and now you're at 76. It gives away the time that you could have used. Sorry about that. I'm gonna to try to move the window just slightly. The reason that I've written Maximize Your Medicare, the reason I'm talking about the Affordable Care Act and the APTCs, et cetera, et cetera, is so that you don't encounter this at the in combination with a lower portfolio value in your investment retirement savings plan. The reason I'm bringing it up right this moment is the following is that this number has been down to 80. That has happened this year. So if anything, this could be a reprieve to some. You may not feel like it is, it still may be. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because of these other two, these two other slides. So this is the, this is the thumbnail to other videos on this channel, annuities, and the Retirement Miracle, which is life insurance as a retirement tool, does it work and how? I would stress and encourage people after this video is over, please don't skip over to them now. These are important videos because they're describing possible ways to put money into the yellow. Now we would know, well, you can probably glean that I'm God awful at sales. 
<laughs> from me to god awful is probably an upgrade, right? But really my point here is this is the spot. Now, I, I find this the opportunity to the degree that you can find that minus 14% to be an opportunity. In the context where everything has, you know, lots of things have gone quite negative. That one thing that has gone positive is that while interest rates are lower today than they were two months ago, something that I just said a few moments ago, the fact of the matter is that the interest rates are notably higher than they were two years ago. And the reason that that is important is because those are in, in I'm, you know, there's a delay in this and I apologize to you for that, right? Which is that, you know, there's a delay to this, but though this is the input, the level of interest rates here is the input. So you can see it's lower, I hate these pop-ups, uh, lower for the days, but you can see here notably higher than 2020, two years ago, notably higher. 2% higher. Well, why is that important today? The reason it's important today is because those are inputs into these instruments. Those are inputs into annuities today. They're inputs into the life insurance video that I showed a few months ago. Meaning that the return then, the guaranteed returns inside these yellows has improved no doubt and you don't and you know i get emails every day from all the different carriers and sellers hey this hey that hey this hey that and there are more technicals right Be, way beyond candidly um it's a little worrisome to me i'll just be very candid with you that other representatives are trying to just gloss over certain other of the mechanics inside of these instruments because they are not child's play. No, it is not simply, oh, well, it goes up if stock market goes up or it goes down when the stock market. No, no, no. Uh, you know, it's way more complicated than that. Much more complicated than that beyond the scope of today. But my point is that in general, that both of these instruments now are yielding higher numbers to those persons who want to reconsider these layers. I needed to swerve here because this is why I'm, you know, created Jay's Corner. This is the point of the second book right here. Which is, I could have, as you can see, this portion here is pretty difficult to call. Right? Because the reality is the following. Is that if you can tell me with precision when it's up and when it's down, you don't need a diversified portfolio. You don't. You just need to be right five to six times in a row. In which case, you put 100%. Oh, no, no, in fact, no. You go to the bank, you ask them how much you can borrow, you borrow it from them, and then you put it all on this first time in a row. And then you put the entirety amount the second time around. By the sixth time, $20,000 is more than $1.2 million, right? Because it's just doubled six times in a row, which is not coincidentally right? Why I made a video, which is the, you must be bleep kidding me, right? Because people try to use the mentality of, well, you know, I, I got it. I'm right because on Bitcoin, I just did this and then that and become a millionaire. Well, no, actually you could have just done it th this way. In other words, if you're going to call direction right in absolute terms, you can always win. Always, right? And you don't have to be right a ton of times, but you got to be 100% right. And of course, that's ridiculous 
or you know maybe it's maybe if you have a crystal ball it's not ridiculous but in the absence of a crystal ball what do you have you don't have this right you don't have a crystal ball let's just say and so what do you end up having to do you end up having to rely on this in small time frames which then turns to this in multiple time frames when you add those together what do you get you get let's think through all these different layers and now you've changed it because now you're not 61. I put up 61 because the APTC, the prior video from yesterday's live stream, go and go and find it. I'm sure you can find on Jay's Corner and on Maximize Your Medicare affecting both groups for different reasons. Brand new information this week. It's been a crazy week. That is to drive down these numbers here so that you can have bigger numbers up here over time on stuff you don't necessarily control on things that happy talk is to told you your joe broker has told you i told you i can pick twitter i can i can pick apple i can pick well that same person also picks pick facebook right so you know so oh well i bought apple and i shorted facebook okay yeah if you've done that with certainty and regularity systematically, you, you again, you don't need a diversified portfolio. <laughs> you don't. Right? You just everything all everything goes on that on that position. Simple. For the rest of us, we've got to rely on kind of this framework. And these other framework, these other elements, so vital because Jay does not care about any about necessarily one. Well, don't get me wrong. I care about this minutia to you know degrees that you should not try to replicate because you don't sleep well at all, right? But most importantly, my point is this num this pumpkin stuff. Right? I'm trying for the highest possible summation of all of these rows. That's our guiding principle. That principle and that alone. The fact that I have command over you know, this, that, and the tax efficiency of this, that, and the other. Okay, well, if somebody's going to criticize me for that, okay, I'm going to have to live with it. But the point here is that while it looks and feels like I'm telling you all sorts of things about, you know, interest rates and bonds for dough and the fact of, you know, the negative convexity of mortgage-backed securities and, you know, asset-backed securitizations, all of which I could have told you, which I have not told you because I, there's no audience. I've lost every one of you, but just by those two phrases right that we need to focus on the green how do we do that try to make each one of these rows as good as it can be but understanding that the fit together is the key and what i'm telling you now is that the interest rates higher has created a situation where all where these couple of add-ins here which had too low an interest rate because interest rates are too low now all of a sudden have flipped not all of a sudden it has flipped. And by the way, I'm going to tell you this, and this is a little crystal ball bit, which is that if we stay here and continue to go lower, the opportunity in these two elements is going to go away. Because what has happened here is interest rates lower, and that's what's driving better Interest rates went higher, driving higher rates in annuities and life insurance inside the guaranteed portions. Well, guess what? That's now reversed down by 100 basis points, a full percent from the high. There's a lag time. And here's, this is your takeaway. 
on why these two videos are good, uh, and we're not going to repeat them. But my point is that the inside the guts here are is interest rates. And right now, there's always a lag time between the market rate and what's in here. Well, what's in here right now looked back at interest rates from a few months ago, which is now gone. So I'm saying that if that sounds like the time is now, there's a reason for that. The time is now. If you're looking at it, if this you decide that it fits inside of here, then this is the time for this video, this video, and to understand the implications. Absolutely. Let's move on. You're not here for that. Thank you very much for your patience. Here's what I would tell you. Let's say it was a year ago and you went into a cave. What has happened? War, interest rates much higher, Euro USD down 20% and the yen down worse. You don't, you, you candidly speaking, you will have Americans being tourists, not the other way around, right? An American vacation is now this much more expensive in their domestic currency terms. You have inflation at 9%. And this is, this is the reason that, candidly speaking, this is the reason I can only call this the middle of the fifth. None of these are resolved other than interest rates much higher. This seems to have been abated which is, of course, very important, very good. There's a reason I said stocks for show, bonds for dough, right? Because that's the one at least some people kind of think they kind of sort of understand. Even fewer people understand the dynamic of foreign exchange and how much bigger it is. A lot of the turmoil in equities about a month and a half ago, there's a, there's a YouTube short that I created about risky assets for sale was about the fact that overnight the Swiss National Bank hit the sell button two, on the, what, two days prior to triple witching in the third, third Thursday of June. And I don't remember what date that was. That if somebody in a foreign currency wants to repatriate their money, that was invested in dollars, which is now appreciated. Right? While euro is down $20, that 20%, that means that the, the dollar compared to euro is up by 20%, right? It's just the flip side. So my point is Swiss National Bank just sells Apple. They don't care about Apple price. They care about the 20%. They care about the 20%. To them, they get more euro back than they put in a lot more. They got the dollar appreciation and then they got the translation back to their to their European currency. Both. They did the rational thing. If the biggest holder hits the sell button, guess what? Your five shares are going lower. Right? Very simple. It's the other analogy that I've said. Richest person in your neighborhood with the with owns three houses that person has some personal or a tax problem, has to hit the sell button. Guess what? Your house in the same neighborhood has declined in value. The end. Right? We don't have to know too much more. I have nice shrubs. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I just repaved my drive. Doesn't matter. None of it matters. Right? And that's my point. Is it this turmoil over here I just can't see is over? We just cannot have this. We're over here, what do you have? Well, I guess I'm, I'm I'm showing it to you today. Of course, I'm showing it to you. Certain things that certain people say, including myself, are just kind of like, why, why did you have to say this? Look over here on the right-hand side of the screen. It's not only stocks that are higher today and over these past weeks. Not trivially. This right-hand panel is commodities. So the same thing that has ripped stocks higher, lower interest rate, 
stable euro. If they go the other way, what does that do? The, what people don't put, pay much attention to is the fact that this panel on the right-hand side is denominated in U.S. dollar terms. And sneaky here. Oh, well, we've had peak inflation. We've peak inflation. Inflation's dead. Gone forever. Oh, yeah? Dr. Copper, in a week. And this is not it, actually. Let's take it back two weeks. We've gone up by 40 cents with the denominator of $3.15. Copper is up 15% during this time that equities have risen. So while people are parading around saying, oh, well, inflation's better, inflation's better. See, the bond market has told me this, that other markets on commodities, for example, are also now denominated in dollars and, and because of the fact that they're denominated in dollars and the dollar is off the high, meaning the euro is off the low, and then now what do you have? Yeah, you've seen oil lower compared to 120. That's true. You've seen also oil a lot higher than 90 or where it was two weeks ago. 90, you can see it here. 93. You can see it here. Even low, it'll be lower. 92. You've had sneaky higher. You've had sneaky higher. And oh yeah, by the way, equity markets did tell you. One sector did tell you this in equity markets. So, and here it is. The only outperform, still year-to-date higher. And, you know, this is just uh, slowness of this website. You can see it here. Apple, nothing. <laughs> Apple. This is 68 to, this is 66 to 78 since... Oh, pretty much the time that I was set out catch-up and talking about the fact that bonds were more stable. Well, this spike here can be attributed to that stability here and because of the fact that things are denominated in dollar. So the idea that this stuff is over can't be. It's not logical to say that it can be. So while I can understand that people are going to be saying, you know, we're going to see some happy talk over the weekend. We're going to see lots of happy talk over the weekend. Perhaps what we should just say is that all we've done is on a much flatter curve on the right that we've extended out to one of the tails on the upside, which has happened, to, which has happened to, right? And I put that in air quotes because if you followed what I've been saying, that this was possible in the up scenario, absolutely. Right to what? A congestion zone and a debate. Here we are. What do you do about it? Unclear. Because it would depends on how you fit. How these numbers now, because now let's just, let's just blank these into regular, into plain. My point here is, okay, you're sitting in this area here. The question is, 
Now you're at these new balances, whatever it is. This is today. And we'll and we'll just put don't know. TBD. There we go. My point is this number used to be 80 just three weeks ago. Maybe you're there saying, okay, 86.15, you know what? I have these other layers. I'm sure that's wrong. Ah, that's right. Anyway, my point is that if these balances here support your ability to stay here in this number, okay. And let me shut that down because I didn't show you this whatsoever, did I? Um, let's see. My one snafu, not too bad. But you can see here, we're here today. It doesn't matter what your age is. You're 31, this number is, now your set of circumstances is different. You're 31, as I've said in the past and in this newsletter, I've said, you know, when we were down at 80, I was like, you're, look, if you're 31, you're like a senior allocation, riskier stuff. Because why? You have more time. You have more time. Oh, you mean you have more nodes on this lattice? Perhaps. Maybe. So I'm not going to tell you, which I refuse to do. There's a reason for I'm not saying financial advice. But really what it is, is okay. We've gotten a break. We've had ketchup. Right? Uh, we've had Dr. Spock. You know, my, my second other favorite. An ancestor of mine maintained that if you eliminate the impossible, whatever remains, however improbable, must be And that's what I was saying. If you add what I was saying, which was to say, okay... Everyone thought the world was going to end. Europe was going to blow up that day. You know, we're going to have like national revolts left, right, and center. There are food riots. You could probably see that if you Google it. Didn't happen. Then what would have happened, especially when you had this? Ketchup. And how did I come to that conclusion? Dr. Spock told me. From there, now we're here. Now the question is, is, are you fine with the fact that we are still ultimately back to the red arrow? And now you can hopefully see the pieces of the newsletter, the channels, why I talk about Medicare in the way that I do, etc., etc., kind of fit together. It's not coincidence. I have an alarm, tells me I've been talking for an hour. That sounds like a good breaking point. Questions, comments, feel free. Uh, please, everyone. The Substack. Like, subscribe to the channel to share with others. I promise you that, <laughs> you know, happy talk about the numerator and the fact that, oh, I cherry picked Apple, which has grown only 2%. 2% it's being rewarded in this way, right? So my point being is that that's all fine and good as long as we have these other components in your understanding of all of the way that finance works actually so that you don't get pushed off the track by happy talk and all of the noise.